Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Do you love this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before, like Latinas talking about dinero. Anchor will help you distribute your podcast so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Start today and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We had to basically choose between, okay, do you want to become an educated scientist or do you want to have money? And if we chose money as the answer, it was just frowned upon, like we were bad people. This was like literally topic given to us at school. And the funny thing was education and money never went together. It's like, okay, you're either going to become educated or either going to become wealthy and you have to choose education. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres Rodriguez, personal finance expert, speaker, writer, and business coach. I teach women of color how to build wealth and gain financial independence through side hustles and investing. On this show, we're serving up POC-friendly personal finance knowledge, always with a side of sass. We're talking about how to make dinero, how to keep it, and how to make it grow. If you're ready to become poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Hola, mi gente. Welcome back to another episode of Yo Quiero Dinero, the podcast. This is your host, Janice. And today we're going to be talking about 
one of those topics that everybody seems to want to be talking about. Yes, we're talking about crypto today, guys. Cryptocurrency. Now, now, if you're like me, you're a natural skeptic. And so when I first heard of cryptocurrency, I was just like, what the hell is this nonsense, right? Seemed like a scam. Seemed like something really shady. But then there's people that are talking about getting rich off of it. So, you know, whenever we're talking about investing in something that is like super speculative, I have to make sure that I am providing y'all with the most accurate and relevant information so that you can be an educated investor. So I didn't just want to have some random person come on this podcast to talk about cryptocurrency because it's so new and it is a field of investing that is really, really in its infancy, if you will. So on today's episode, I am bringing on a very special guest. You probably have seen her on TikTok or Facebook ads. I am speaking to Kiana Danielle, also known as Invest Diva on social. She's an award-winning, internationally recognized personal investing and wealth management expert. Kiana is the author of four books, including Cryptocurrency Investing for Dummies and Invest Diva's Guide to Making Money in Forex. She's a frequent expert on many TV and radio stations and has reported on the financial markets directly on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange and the NASDAQ. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, CNN, Forbes, The Street, and numerous other publications. So as the woman who literally wrote the book on cryptocurrency investing for dummies, I knew I wanted to talk to someone who could break it down for us so we could understand exactly what we're doing with cryptocurrency. We're also going to be talking about Forex and individual stock investing. So if you want to find out anything about the basics of crypto, Forex, and individual stock investing, stay tuned to this episode. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Kiana, welcome to the podcast. I am so, so happy to meet you. Thank you so much. I'm excited to meet you. Absolutely. So why don't we start off with you introducing yourself? Absolutely. Well, my name is Kiana Danielle. I am the founder of the Investiva Movement. I've written four books, and we are on a mission to help 1 million moms take control of their financial future. Amazing. Okay, let's dive in because I have so many questions for you. So I found you through Facebook. I saw one of your ads. You use TikToks a lot, which I love. <laughs> you have a great way of translating what seems like really complicated topics like building wealth and investing into really bite-sized friendly videos. And so that definitely caught my eye and I wanted to talk to you. So let's first dive into like your relationship with money growing up. Is 
the investing space something you've always been involved in as a child? Like, what did you learn about money growing up? Not at all. Investing and money in general were kind of frowned upon. There were taboo topics that we were not even allowed to talk about, as I'm sure in many families, we had to basically choose between, okay, do you want to become an educated scientist or do you want to have money? And if we chose money as the answer, it was just frowned upon, like we were bad people. This was like literally topic given to us at school. And the funny thing was education and money never went together. It's like, okay, you're either going to become educated or either going to become wealthy and you have to choose education. I'm like, that is just so weird and so unnecessary. But no, I did not think about becoming wealthy. I went on to engineering school and I really accidentally got found out that I should be investing my money during the 2008 market crash. And I was so intimidated. I didn't want to do it myself. I decided to hand on my money to a money manager, which kind of backfired because they lock up your money. They underperform the market average. And I basically learned a lot of lessons the hard way. And I decided to become more educated. And I, in the past 10 years with the Investiva movement, it was very slow at the beginning, but now it's kind of gaining speed. I've been basically sharing my journey on how I've been going around things, learning about the investments landscape. And I feel like finally I've found a way that anybody can apply and and really make their money work for them without taking too much risk. Mm, I love that. Okay. So talk me through your career and kind of how you got to where you are today. I went to electrical engineering school in Japan, and that is when I found out about how the government doesn't have your back when it comes to combating economic recessions. They print money and they kind of create a lot of inflation, which means that our future is going to be expensive. And the best way to go about it is investing. What happened is that I became fascinated with the field. I started out forex trading, actually, and I had a quick win out of luck, and it was enough for me to get hooked and wanting to dive into investing and trading. And I decided to come to Wall Street and learn all about this, started working at a forex broker. And that is when I realized how shady the brokers are. Like I was all trial and error, trial and error. So working at the Forex brokerage account, uh, Forex broker, I found out that they make money when we lose and that's why they promote day trading. And every time we put a trade, they get a commission and all these things. And then I got fired from that broker. And that's when I wanted my money back that I had with the money manager that I had before. We mentioned that before, hands And the money manager came and said, okay, I needed the money to pay rent because I had gotten fired. And the money manager said, okay, for me to give you your money back, you have to give me a 75% penalty because you're getting it out prematurely. Our agreement that I did not read the contract <laughs> is like 25 years. And that was devastating because I literally need, needed money to survive. And I became even more obsessed with learning about making money and what is investing really about and that's basically what it is. That is when Investiva was born, sharing my journey. And now I finally figured it out. Now I have a net worth of over $2 million. So it's great. Wow. Okay. So clearly something happened in between the time when you had that first kind of negative interaction, right, with this money manager and you becoming an expert in the field yourself. So tell me more about 
the Investiva platform and kind of how that started and how it's manifested into where it is today? Yeah, so how it started was me basically sharing what I was learning. I did start with Forex trading. I thought that was the answer. I did publish a book on Forex trading, which gets a lot of people confused that now I say don't trade Forex. My book is published by McGraw-Hill, which is an educational book. It was actually taught in universities. In that book, I try to be very risk averse. But the message the book sends itself is that Forex trading is good. After years and years of trial and error, I've come to realize that it's not at all the most efficient way to invest your money and your time. It is incredibly time consuming and the rewards are not good. There are other things you can do to make money that your investment in your time is going to be much more valuable and higher return. And then you can then make that money work for you by investing long term. So these are the epiphanies that I've had throughout the years. And that's what I teach now in the Investiva movement. Got it. I love it. Okay, so you're basically teaching women how to invest in the stock market and not taking risky chances with their money because it's just not necessary in order to build long-term wealth. 100%. So how to invest in the markets, how to build generational wealth without taking more risk than you can afford and without being stuck to your screen all day because the time portion of it, it's huge. And another thing is that without even being math wizards, because some people have this misconception about investing that they need to understand finance and math, and you don't. And numbers are literally not necessary at all when it comes to investing, which is some people find it very profound when I say that. Got it. Okay. So you mentioned that the global recession was kind of the gateway for you to enter this world of investing in personal finance. So what happened for you that made you want to kind of learn more? Right. So the fact that the first time that I made money accidentally on Forex, I knew it was out of pure luck. So I wanted to learn more about it. It was the series of events of finding out that every time a recession happens and the countries around the world, like what we are seeing right now as well, are the governments are printing money, which means they are trying to have stimulus and kind of overcome the challenge that we're facing right now with the pandemic, but they're creating a longer term problem for people who are not investing and there is nothing they can do about it. They're trying to help. But in order for us to really combat the longer term problem, which is going to be inflation, we need to be investing. So the first time I learned about it was 2008. The second time I was able to actually apply it was 2020. And last year was just phenomenal for us, for my students as well. Like we saw massive, massive gains during the market crash in 2020, which is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Okay. So let's talk about some of these common misconceptions that you help your students kind of work through when it comes to investing in, in stocks. What are the big things that people, when they're first coming to you and they're saying, I'm scared, I don't trust this process. What do you tell them about the power of the stock market to kind of help them realize that this is not gambling? Right. Now I show them the results. So I used to think, so here's the thing, the fear is real. I had the same exact fear when I got started and I kind of dove in and I went on Wall Street and I started working after even I 
got fired from my job, I didn't give up. I continued to study and even day traded and started like really actually applying trial and error. I was working again. I found a different job working on Wall Street, reporting from New York Stock Exchange. And I thought day trading was the way to go until I lost everything. I actually blew out my account. And I was very surprised to see that because I thought I was taking advice from all of these people in Wall Street who were making millions. And I was like, why is it not working for me? And the reason why it's not working for me is because I'm not an institution. So what happened is this person whose name is Guy Spire, he's a value investor who reached out to me after he saw one of my videos on LinkedIn and he said, Kiana, you're doing this wrong. You should stop trading. You should start investing. And at the time, I didn't even know there was a difference between trading and investing. I'm like, what do you mean? And he said, well, trading is short-term, high-risk, basically gambling. It is gambling. Whereas investing is long-term, minimal risk, and it's designed to grow your wealth. It's way less, I mean, it's not stressful at all, actually, if you know what you're doing. At this point, like, I don't even check my account. I only check my account once a month, one hour per month. And I found some ways in order to automate things and really not worry about the next market crash because I set my positions ahead of time and I have kind of figured out some ways to not predict the markets. They don't completely repeat themselves, but they rhyme. So you can get a sense that, okay, the markets are going to start dropping soon. And it has nothing to do with really anything other than the fact that they're overvalued. We use this thing, I call it the, um, it's a Japanese thing that I learned uh, after going back to Japan. It's called Ichimoku to set these buy limit orders. And I set them, forget them. And they go through once the markets drop. And then I don't even look at them for a year because I don't want to take profit within a year for tax purposes. And then we go back and take profit and then we compound. And that's what it is. It takes really less than an hour per month. And the rest of the time, I'm just working on other things, creating wealth in other ways, and then putting the money that I'm making into work for me by investing. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. So you're teaching your students how to buy individual stocks. Is that correct? Yeah. Do you do any index fund investing on your own for your own personal goals? Or are you just a strictly individual stock trader or investor? Investor. So Index funds, investing in index funds are better than not investing at all. It's just not optimized. Yeah. You're not going to see the returns that you want to see. When you learn how to select assets, value assets, growth assets, which is actually super easy, you would not want to invest in index funds. Index funds are a great entry point. So for a category that I don't really know much about, for example, I don't know much about the healthcare industry or uh, marijuana industry. I don't know much about it. And I decided to go with the index fund. The returns are not good at all, actually. So personally, I've seen way better returns with individual stocks. If you choose them wisely, you don't have to go crazy and like buy a thousand stocks. Just select a few that are suitable to your risk tolerance and your personal goals, financial goals, and your age. And the things that you know about that company, and then let it be. We have over 2,000 students in our movement right now. And some of them, majority, half of them have been with me for over a year. And each and every one of them have been outperforming the market average, which is an index fund. Mm -hmm. So I totally recommend 
going with individual stocks. However, there is clearly a catch because when it comes to individual stocks, then you need to be on a watch out for the hype. Um, and there are a lot of pump and dumps and hype. So the one thing that I want to recommend to your listeners is that if you're going to individual stock route, just turn off the news and do not buy anything that is trending on Twitter ever. And I'm saying this Tesla is a great example because I'm actually, I'm a huge fan of Tesla. We drive Teslas. I'm a huge fan of Elon Musk. I think it's charismatic, but that stock is so hyped up at all times. And most of the times it's hyped up at its peak and then it drops. And if you don't know why you're selecting Tesla, now I'm not saying don't go invest in Tesla, but you need to understand your why. What is the duration you want to invest in it? Are you only investing in it because you heard about it? Or do you actually understand that industry? And if you don't understand it, go with an industry that you do understand. Because at the end of the day, what is the most utmost important thing when it comes to investing is your own emotional management. And if you're not confident in what you pick, then you're going to make a stupid decision. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't even touch healthcare industry because I don't get it. Yeah. And if it drops, I'm going to, oh my God, did it? Well, I'm going to go to Twitter and then I'm going to make a stupid decision. So go with what you know. If you know about restaurants, go with restaurants. Got it. Okay. I love that advice. Can we break that down a little bit, right? Because I'm sure there's some folks that are listening right now that are like, okay, go with what you know. What does that actually mean? Take a look at your credit card and see where you are spending the most money at every single month. What are the companies you cannot live without? If you buy from that company, if you buy from a competitor, your spouse is going to get angry at you. That is the best place to go because then probably that company is doing something right for you to be their loyal customer. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That is the first step. Okay. Love it. I have heard that advice from several people in the industry. So I'm glad to know that there's at least a small chorus of voices that are leading people in the right direction. And you're a part of that group, which is basically like you are a consumer. So you spend money on certain companies. Why would you try and start buying the stocks of companies that you're not even an, a consumer of, right? Like that's just a great place to look around, look around your house. Who's furnishing your home? What car are you driving? What food's in your fridge? It's really. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 
36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com dinero. Just that simple, right? Because you've already voted for that company with your dollars in one way. So why not take a look at why not become a partial company owner? You're going to become mm-hmm. an owner of that company. So when you go about buying a stock, just go about as if you were going to buy that company. Will you buy a company you don't like their products? The whole, like, would you become a CEO of a company you don't even like or know anything yeah. about? No. There are other levels about it. Of course, the first place you want to start is that. But then, yeah, really do look at it as if you want to buy that whole company and become the president of that company, then you're going to want to look at their management, their company culture. There are so many things. And it's so personalized because you are giving your money to, if you don't agree with uh, their agriculture, there are so many things to consider. We have Muslim students who are like, you know, I only want to buy halal. And I'm like, okay, then go on, see where you're putting your money. Like, these are all personal choices that you can make. And that's why index funds to me are just too general. Personal finance is personal and so is investing. When you're investing your money, you are voting with your money for that company to grow. So make sure you're voting for a good company to grow. Mm-hmm. I love that message. Okay. So I see this book behind you, Cryptocurrency for Dummies. So this is a book that you recently wrote. And I would love to dive into crypto a little bit with you because, again, it's another hot topic. A lot of people are like, what the heck is it? Is this actually an investment? How do I get started? So let's dive into, first of all, what the hell is cryptocurrency? So cryptocurrency investing for dummies, there are two. Mine is cryptocurrency investing for dummies. It's a little bit different than the cryptocurrency for dummies. What the hell is a cryptocurrency? (laughs) It's a digital currency. It is not backed by, some cryptocurrencies are backed by gold or US dollar, but Let's put it this way. We know what the internet is and we know what email is. We're going to go back to basics. Now we have internet 2.0, which is the blockchain technology. And cryptocurrency is a byproduct of blockchain technology, just like email is a byproduct of the internet. You can go on the internet and do shopping and have a business and do a lot of things. You can also send and receive emails. Same with the blockchain technology. There are so many, so many other usages of blockchain technology. Cryptocurrency is just one of them. And Bitcoin was the very first byproduct of the blockchain technology as we know it today. And it was designed just to show how powerful blockchain technology can be. And the point of cryptocurrency and well, Bitcoin, the granddaddy of all cryptocurrencies, is that 
well, the developers of it that we don't still know who it is, wanted it to be decentralized. What that means is that it's not backed by a government. So the government, no singular government is going to have power over this currency. And also it is limited in numbers. So whereas we talked about how governments can go and print money, which will cause inflation, I'm only talking about Bitcoin in this case because there are so many different other cryptocurrencies out there, but Bitcoin itself, there's only a limited number. There's never going to be more than, I think it's 21 million Bitcoins ever, which makes it an interesting value asset, in my opinion. But basically, cryptocurrency, it comes from cryptography and there are different ways to extract them. There are now over 2,000 other cryptocurrencies as well. Each of them are optimized for different things. And when it comes to investing in them, again, it's kind of like stocks. I take the same approach in cryptocurrency investing as I do with stocks. I go with what I know. It's a little bit harder to know. With cryptocurrency, you really need to be educated in it. And the hype is real when it comes with cryptocurrencies. Fortunately, there are just a handful of them that are really... Now we have history to back it. We only have a handful of them that have been successful in the past few years and they are optimized for different things. So the same way you want to diversify your stock portfolio, like have some restaurants and some tech and some something else, cryptocurrency is the same. And you can have a few of them, of the ones that you know, and then let it go. Don't look at them, don't day trade them. Okay. <laughs> so are there some that are quote unquote? <laughs> Did that even make sense? No, it did. I tried to put in the whole book in like two sentences. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's obviously a topic that like, it requires a lot of study, right? Because it's just a completely new frontier for a lot of people. And they're still trying to wrap their heads around understanding like what it is. But once you kind of get past the general knowledge and the technology behind it, it's like, okay, this sounds like something that's interesting. Digital currency is probably not going away. So how do you know like that it's actually a good investment? Like what are you basing that on? Right. So diving into I did the research. I've been doing the research on cryptocurrency for quite a while. And at the beginning I was very skeptical. Back in 2011 was the first time I heard about them. I did not want to invest in Bitcoin. And then Bitcoin itself is the one that I'm the most passionate about because it is decentralized, because it is not backed by one singular entity. And the message that Bitcoin sends to me is very powerful. It's actually personal because I'm actually originally from Iran. And before the revolution in 1979, my dad was a very successful CEO. He had a lot of money in the bank. And then after the revolution, the government froze my dad's bank accounts and we just didn't have any access to the money anymore because the government had access to the bank. Now, if my dad had even a fraction of his assets in Bitcoin, which is not owned by any singular person and had saved him somewhere safe, we would have money growing up. We would have a lot more money growing up. So for me, the message Bitcoin sends is very personal. Also, it's interesting because, like, for example, like there are sanctions. It's very international for me. The, the reason why I'm interested in cryptocurrency is because I'm also Jewish. And then, uh, so for example, sending money from Iran to Israel or from Iran to America, these things you can't do it with US dollar or any other currency, but you can do it with Bitcoin. Now, 
Does that open loops for crime to happen? Yeah. But at the same time, it also gives you some sort of liberty. So that is a personal reason I'm interested in cryptocurrencies and it spoke to me. And I, I also consider it a value asset because there is limited numbers of Bitcoin ever going to be mined. So I do believe its value is going to go higher. There are other crypto assets that are different than Bitcoin. They may not be value assets, but they are working on different blockchain optimizations that you really need to look into. And I mean, I talk about them in my book and I've kind of paused my podcast on cryptocurrencies, but there's a lot of valuable information on the internet that you can consume and make a wise decision when it comes to cryptocurrency investing. Okay. Yeah. I think the message around how easy it is to transfer is something that would resonate with a lot of folks that listen to this podcast, because obviously there's a lot of people who have immigrant families that they probably have folks in other countries that they are sending money to. And I think that is one of the things that stuck out to me about cryptocurrency in general is just the ease of which you can transfer it to people, because a lot of folks are just using those really old school like MoneyGrams or Western Union to send money. And this is like something that you can do kind of instantaneously, right? So it's pretty cool. Okay, so if somebody wants to get started investing in crypto, where's the best place to start? Read my book. I have written another book after this, but this is the book that I'm the most proud of. I've done a huge deal of research on it and it really gets you, and it's just started on the right foot and gives you the notions on how to, really where to look as a resource. I highly recommend that you read my book because there are a lot of scams out there. The whole reason that I wrote the book, I wrote it in 2018 after the crash of Bitcoin from back in 2017 because I saw how many people got scammed and how many people panicked and sold. And it was just horrible. So I wrote the book, even though I didn't have any intentions to continue with cryptocurrency investing uh, coaching, I just wrote the book as a service. So read it, read it. Mm -hmm. I think it's really valuable. Awesome. Okay. So there's a couple different ways to actually invest in crypto. Like you can go through apps like Robinhood or you can have like a digital wallet, right? Mm -hmm. So is there a preference as to how to get started with when that perspective? So do not buy it on Robinhood because buying it on Robinhood, you're not buying, you're not becoming a holder of cryptocurrency. You're just taking a position. You don't actually have the coin. And if Robinhood goes bankrupt, they actually are not insured against cryptocurrencies. They are insured actually against stocks but with cryptocurrency. If they go bankrupt, your cryptocurrency is going to be gone. Robinhood is a great app for stocks. Do not buy or trade cryptocurrency on Robinhood. If you're in the US, I like the broker Coinbase. And they do have a little bit of higher of a fee, but from my understanding, they are one of the most secure exchanges when it comes to cryptocurrencies. They don't have all the cryptocurrencies listed there, but if you go with Coinbase Pro, the commission fees are going to be lower. And what you need to have, and again, I mentioned these in the book, do not buy cryptocurrencies if you don't have a wallet, a cryptocurrency hard wallet. You must get one of those so that immediately after you purchase your cryptocurrency, you can move it to your own wallet so you become the owner you want to have your own Mm -hmm. that's the whole point cryptocurrency in my opinion you need to be in hold and then don't lose your wallet so four steps (laughs) basically do your research figure out what cryptocurrency you want to buy go to coinbase buy it and move it to your wallet and don't lose it perfect 
Yeah, because I've heard those stories about people who've had like, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of dollars of cryptocurrency and then they forget their password and that's it. Like it's gone. Yeah. And then or maybe they even like pass away and then nobody in their family knew about the password. So there are a lot of tricks that you can kind of you become the bank. So you have to make sure that it's secure, that somebody knows about it, like do all the work. But in my opinion, it's worth it. It's diversification of your investments and you're going to be in charge of it. So it's pretty powerful. Mm -hmm. I love it. Okay. So let's talk about, because you mentioned scams before, and Forex is one of those things that you said you realize now is not a good investment. Tell me why. Forex is not necessarily a scam. It's just trading the currency's value. And I, I mean, it could be profitable if you are a hedge fund with millions of dollars or you are a market maker. Individual traders, and I can now say with certainty, over a 10-year period of time, will lose money. Even if you're profitable the first year, second year, third, you will lose money Forex. And I can guarantee you that. It is interesting in a sense that, so for me, the reason why I get into I got into Forex trading was because I was living in Japan. Currency exchanges were always a big issue for me because we wanted to exchange like the Iranian money into Japanese money and then Japanese money into American money. So the exchange system was always very fascinating to me. And there are ways you can apply if you're an immigrant or you need to exchange your money. Yes, you can, like if it's a one-time thing. In my first book, I talk about how to see where the market is going to go. And yeah, you can absolutely apply those so that you optimize the exchange rate. So you don't pay more. If you're going to travel to Australia, for example, my husband is Australian. I look at the charts and I'm like, okay, Oz, Australian dollar is overvalued right now. We're going to wait for it. And we're going to like exchange when it deeps, uh, when it drops. But trading, it's not going to be profitable. Okay. And I learned that the hard way. I even tried swing trading longer term, unless you are not at all on margin, like no margin at all. And you have a fairly large account, at least $100,000, you are going to lose money. Okay. It's good to know. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... Let's talk to the folks who are ready to start dabbling in opening a brokerage account and buying individual stocks. Walk me through kind of what that process should look like so that when you're ready to pull the plug on your first individual stock, you're ready to go. All right. So there's a five-step process. I teach it in my training as well. So just to, let me just bring it up over here. The five-step process, you can write it down over here. First, you want to get an app. You can get a Robinhood. You can get TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade, free of commission if you have an account over $10,000. Robinhood, you can even trade for free, invest for free for, with 50 bucks. Step number two, identify your risk tolerance. Do not ever invest if you don't know your risk tolerance because what is going to make sense for me is going to be different than what is going to make sense for you. That's why I cannot tell you what to buy because we're different people. Step number three, break down your goals. Why are you investing? What are you investing for income? Are you investing for five-year gain? Are you investing for generational wealth? Break it down. It's going to give you clarity on the asset that you choose. Step number four, pick the asset that matches your risk tolerance and your financial goals. 
And step number five, you create a strategy using what will I call the Investiva Diamond Analysis, which is basically looking at the charts to figure out where is going to be the optimal price to buy that asset so you don't overpay for it. And then if you want to compound on a yearly basis, come up with an exit strategy as well, and then repeat year after year. Fabulous. Okay. What is one mistake that you made as an investor that you could take back if you could? There are a lot of them. (laughs) I mean, I feel like I've listed a lot of them right now. First step was giving my money to a money manager. Don't do it. You can do it yourself. Second was trial and error. Third was day trading. Fourth was not knowing my risk tolerance and just like going with what I heard on the news and on Wall Street and on on New York Stock Exchange. All of these, all these, that's why this five-step process is now my like golden, I want to like put it in a frame behind me because this is a result of all the mistakes that I made (laughs) and don't do it. If I can help anyone to start really making their money work for them without the 10 years of tears and gray hairs that I did, that would be really rewarding to me. Absolutely. I love that. Okay. What is your money mantra? Ah, which one? I'm a money magnet. This is my today's money mantra. I'm a money magnet. (laughs) Money loves me and comes to me easily and I can handle it. I am a very, I'm a great money manager. So I try to affirm myself with that every single day. And I need to remind myself that money is good. Mm and that I'm deserving of money and money loves me and I love money back and I'm a great handler of it and money is just going to grow in my hands. So that's the uh, mindset. That's a powerful message. Kiana, thank you so much for being here. For folks that want to find out more about you, follow your journey and potentially work with you, where's the best place to find you? I'm all over social media. On Instagram, I'm at investdiva. On TikTok, I'm at Kiana Danielle. And what we talked about today, if you want to get more kind of details about it, you can go to investiva.com. We have a free training there. It's 90 minutes. So prepare for the time. And I kind of break down some of the things that, I mean, I feel like we talked about a lot of the things, but a little bit deeper level, how I automate things. So investiva.com would be the best place to find me. I love it. Thank you so, so much for being here, for sharing your knowledge and for empowering women to be wealthy AF. I'm so here for it. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Let's be wealthy AF. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Bueno, mi gente, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode and that you learned something. And if you did, when we share this on social, please let us know your biggest takeaway from the episode. We love getting feedback from you. And honestly, your feedback helps us create more content for this podcast. We want to talk about what you want to hear about. So feel free to let us know in the DMs, or you can even send us an email at ask at yoquierodineropodcast.com. And maybe we'll even go ahead and answer your questions on the podcast. And I just wanted to let you all know We just celebrated our two-year anniversary here at the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast on April 29th. It is amazing, the community that you guys have built here, and we could not do it without your support. So I just want to say thank you for rocking with us, whether you've been here since day one or you just got here today. We love you, and we can't wait to continue leveling up our dinero with you. So until next time, 
Stay curious, stay inspired, stay motivated, stay educated, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated content constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.